0: Welcome to Miss V, the Storyteller Podcast. This podcast is for anyone who has lost their voice and want to get it back. I lost my voice at a very young age, and it took me years of pain and hurt to get it back. On this podcast, I will bring you personal stories that will make you laugh, cry, think, heal, and in some cases, propel you into making new and better choices. At the end of each story, I give you my thoughts and I ask you probing questions to make you think. No one is perfect and no answer is wrong. So let's get started. Hey, it's me, Miss V, the storyteller. The story I have for you today is called, He Put Sand in My Hair. About 15 years ago, I worked as a director for a daycare center. The center sat beside a cemetery. Can you believe that? You would think it would scare the children, but it didn't. Those children did not care. Most of the children came from a low-income families, so the state paid for their tuition. Because of this, the parents were very colorful. What I mean by colorful, some were very appreciative to the school and did everything they could to help. However, <laughs> some were hot messes. They would pick up their children late, and then get mad when they had to pay a late fee. Or they didn't want the teachers to discipline their children because their child was perfect and didn't do anything wrong. The ones who caused the most problems were the parents who didn't care about their children. So when there was a concern, they would just blow it off or cuss you out (laughs) and wouldn't address the concern. Let me tell y'all, there was never a dull moment at that center. This particular day, a child arrived at school, unbathed, hair standing on top of her head, and clothes dirty. The bus driver brought her to my office like always. We will call her Sierra. This wasn't the first time Sierra came like that, so... I did as I always did. I washed her up with wipes, combed her hair, and gave her some clean clothes to wear. I would wash the dirty clothes and put them back on her before she left at the end of the day. Her mother, she never called the school to thank us for taking care of her child. Now, we had two new students who arrived the same day and rode the bus with Sierra. They were twins, and they didn't know that the children were not allowed to say anything about Sierra's hygiene. The bus driver brought them into my office because they were joking her on the bus. I talked to the twins about only using their mouths to say kind words and to not to use them to hurt other people's feelings. I introduced them to their new teacher, and I left them by the end of the day Sierra and the twins had become good friends. The next day Sierra arrived at school with new clothes on. Her hair was fixed and you could tell she had a bath. I was so happy for her. The twins came to my office to say hi and they told me everything about why Sierra looked the way she did. I knew her mother was a stripper and worked at nights. That was the reason why Sierra looked the way she did. When her mother came home, she went straight to bed. And most of the time she woke up when she heard the bus coming and just pushed Sierra out the front door to get on the bus. The twins told me Sierra's mom had a new boyfriend and she was trying to impress him by acting like she was this amazing mom. Now, with this type of language, I knew the twins overheard their mother talking, but I didn't care about that just as long as Sierra was being taken care of the right way. I told the twins about gossiping and telling other people's business and not to talk about Sierra or her mother anymore. They agreed and went to class. The next few days were good. No drama. Well just a little. I found out Sierra really liked one of the twins, but they did not like her that way. Sierra was having a hard time accepting that he didn't like her. One day, one of the after-school staff called out, so I had to take care of the after-school student. Sierra, along with the twins, attended the after-school program. I took Sierra's class outside to the playground to play. The twins were already outside playing. Sierra ran over to them, but they didn't want to play with her. So she got mad and picked up a bucket of sand and poured it all over her head. Y'all, I almost lost my mind. I took her inside and attempted to get all the sand out of her hair. But this was very difficult. Sierra had hair grease in her hair, so the sand stuck to it. I did the best I could and sent her back outside to the playground. I told the teachers to watch out for her to make sure she doesn't do anything else and to keep her away from the twins. I had to go back in and take care of uh, something in the front office, so I left. By the time I finished, the bus had already left with the after-school children. Around 6.30, the office phone rang. It was Sierra's mother. She was going off about the sand in Sierra's hair. In the background, I could hear the twins' mother telling her the twins did not put sand in her hair and if she didn't spend so much time on that scripper pole she would know what happened to her child side note y'all parents can be so petty when it comes to their children that scripper pole didn't have anything to do with the sand in Sierra's hair back to the story (laughs) as I was attempting to tell her that Sierra poured the bucket of sand on her own head the two mothers went into a knockdown, down drag-out fight while I was holding on the phone. I could not believe what was happening. Finally, some guy came and broke the fight up and gave Sierra's mother back the phone. I told her I was on the playground and Sierra poured the sand on her own head. When I asked her why she poured the sand in her hair, she said she was mad at the twins and she didn't like her mother's boyfriend. Why did I say that last part? Sierra's mom went off again telling me Sierra wouldn't say anything like that. Sierra loved her new boyfriend. At that point, y'all, there was no need for me to continue this conversation. I asked her what would she like me to do. She said, "Nothing. You have done enough." And she slammed the phone down in my ear. A few days passed and Sierra didn't come to school, but the twins did. Of course, they told me where Sierra was and what was going on. Again, I told them about gossiping, but not before I got the tea, y'all hey, I needed to know what was going on. Because the state paid for the children to come to the school, I had to notify Sierra's mother's social worker that Sierra had missed days out of school. Apparently, the social worker contacted Sierra's mom to find out what was going on. The next day, Sierra and her mother showed up. Sierra's mother apologized to me, y'all. And made Sierra apologize for lying on the twins. She told me she was moving in with her boyfriend, and Sierra and him got along great. I thanked her for coming in and I accepted her and Sierra's apology. As she was walking out the door, she turned around, looked at me, and thanked me for taking such good care of Sierra. And then she shut the door. Y'all, All I could do was pray for Sierra and her mom. Here are my thoughts. When you are a teacher or when you work with children, you can become very attached to them. I did that on numerous occasions. Sierra was one of those children. I knew her life at home was hard, so I did whatever I could to make life at school a good experience. Although her mother gave me a hard time, she was doing the best that she could. The day she thanked me for taking good care of Sierra, let me know she had a heart. It may have been in pieces, but she still had a heart. Here are my questions. Has a teacher taken especially good care of one of your children before? Did you thank them? What did you think about the twins' mother and Sierra's mother fighting in front of them? What kind of lesson do you think the children learned that day? All right, friends. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thank you for taking the time to listen. I pray that this episode has brought some joy to your life and you have learned something about yourself. If you like what you hear, please follow me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube. And for more information about Miss Viva Storyteller, you can visit my website at sites. Dot .com Thanks for listening. Bye.